Hey, Chip, are we recording? Yes, sir. Outstanding. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the Kimono Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Novel Trust. Bright and early on a Saturday morning. You know, in our community, we do a lot. We, we really generally try to take care to not get people pregnant. Except there are a bunch of you out there who think pregnancy kinks and the fear of getting pregnant, those kinks are huge turn-ons. And we're going to talk about those right now. K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. I know you're going to dig this. You guys are absolutely going to dig this. Thanks all for hanging out with the Kimono Podcast on this Saturday morning. I'm your host, Mr. Nominal Trist. As I look to my right, your stage left over on Randy Andy. That's my Lomely Rose. Hello. How you doing, babe? Pretty good. What you doing? Working. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Working or fucking so the grind don't stop. Hey! You're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> Over my supervising producer chair. You ready? Yeah. Wall Street. Telling a girl's parents you cream pie her on a daily basis is socially unacceptable. But say, we're trying for a baby. That's a cause for celebration. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of shit you say for a Wednesday. I know. Like but that wasn't show? even an original. I just stole that off the internet. <laughs> as long as we give credit for credit still, I think I was worthy. I mean, I've heard that one before. Yeah, thank you. See, I just my my grandma, my grandma. Listen, <laughs> we don't want to talk about that woman, but can she we get says her in some studio? Interesting things. Well, I probably could actually. If you really want great. that? Okay, I'll talk to her tomorrow. Right. You're you're calling her with me. <laughs> I haven't met this woman yet. And now no matter you're going to meet. Times we've tried. And I now you're going to meet her yet. in your studio. Beaver. The bottle's right there. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the studio. Uh, can someone do Cersei and Knott's voice? No, not quite. Hi. <laughs> All right, well, Cersei and Knott's is here. She's upstairs in the green room. She says, hello. Hello. Like, hello. No, she goes, hello. Like, hello. Anyway, uh, our video producer this evening, this morning, because it's Saturday, fucking DeLorean's Chapin. How you doing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Vertical and ventilating. And my audio engineer, sound engineer, not my executive producer, but... Yep. My brother. To another mother. Hey, Mifty Mike. Sorry, <laughs> folks. Oh, my. So, guys, we're, today we're talking about... Uh, there are people out there who have pregnancy kinks. And then there are people out there who have... Pregnancy, pregnancy kinks. Risk kinks. 
And we're going to talk about that today. Wall Street found a great article. Uh, I'm going to tag it in the video description below. So make sure that you read that. Like, pause this shit, and then we'll watch it. You know, but I mean, don't pause it right now because right now, I mean, it's premiere. I'm in the chat. One of us is anyway. More than likely me, and Wall Street, and probably Chapin. So we're all here. So. I may not be wearing pants right now, but I'll, I'm in the chat. And I might be. Wor- it, I, I might not have a shirt on. <laughs> he might be suffering from clam. Dip. If it's I guarantee Saturday morning, you're pretty tied up is not wearing clothes. If right it's now. Saturday morning, and, <laughs> and and Anne and I are in bed together, neither of us Please. are dressed. We could be in the chat. All right. I probably will be wearing clothes because I will be working. <laughs> we may be engaged. You know what? You don't in... have to. <laughs> Go to the ba- You know what? Go to the bathroom. Get in the stall. Strip down. Cool. No one's going to judge you here. We love you. Oh, I love you too. All right. Wall Street. So this is a relatively old article. It's actually from 2016 from Vice, and I found it about a year ago at the office. Yes, that's what I do at work. I dig up material for the podcast. <laughs> and I forgot about it. Wall Street, get back to work. <laughs> I was on my wrong, lunch break. Wrong, wrong, wrong. I made sure I was out on my walk so I wasn't connected to the company Wi-Fi so they wouldn't know what I was doing. <laughs> Good call. That's Good bullshit. call. Uh, but I, I put it away and I forgot about it and then I was going through material. Have you seen like, the meme that I have on my phone for him? Oh, I can't wait to show you. I You're need to see it. Have I seen this? All right. Um, it, it's it's the one Jesus is next to the skyscraper. Oh, that one, yes. Get back to work. <laughs> okay. Wall Street, get back to work. I know. <laughs> so, anyway, I dug it up. I'm like, hey, I, I've been wanting to talk about this for a while, so I'm glad I found it. So, pregnancy... Um, We'll call it the, the general umbrella of pregnancy fetishes. And there's three types that we're going to talk about. One we're going to discuss real quickly, put it to the side, because that's not really what the top of the show is going to be about. But um, when we talk about pregnancy fetishes, there's three kinds. There's what's generically kind of considered, the rule. for lack of a better term, what? What I do? Oh, you, I'll get back to you later. Uh, You're on my shit list. All right. There's pregnancy fetishes, which is your typical Pornhub men who like to have sex with women who are pregnant. Not on the scale of things that are from zero to way far out there, not that kinky. Relatively vanilla. We've we've all seen that thing before. We are going to talk about two other types of pregnancy fetishes: what's called a breeder fetish and what is called a pregnancy risk fetish. Both of these we would classify as edge play, typically under the rack risk-aware consensual kink. Because right. when I explain what they are, you are going to be like, "What? Wow!" Like, I hate. I, for the record, dating old guys makes this way easier. Yay, we old guys thank you for these comments. Uh, I'm we'll just saying. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. You, you can you can have all the insertion with all of the fluids and none of the actual risk, even with feeling that, like there's the risk. I mean, old guys still. I mean, there's still bullets in the gun, is what I'm saying. Sometimes. You don't have three men in this in this room. I have no issues with that right now. So So sorry. Um, Too sad. So So bad. When we talk about like as a masochist, I I let's I'm gonna be upfront. I don't kink shame. As a masochist, I'm way up there. I'm way out there. Say, hey, you want to do this? Let's try this. When I read about this, even I had to take a step back. Like, this this is. I need four dicks. This is like 12 dicks. That's how much this is. That's how <laughs> blown away I was by this article. Hang on, right. hang on. What's, what's the gangbang fantasy? Oh, okay. So we're well, well go let's, talk, let's define some stuff first, All and right, then we'll yeah. touch that. Okay. All, right. All right. So breeding fetish and pregnancy risk fetishes are essentially two sides of the same coin. They are both defined as a fetish of getting off from the risk of being pregnant. The difference is... 
is the goal to, for lack of a better term, to win or lose. So a breeding fetish is Want to. Can, can be both sides, but it's usually more the woman who gets off on the chance of getting pregnant from a man, possibly an anonymous man. But the idea is you want to get pregnant. You want to have unprotected sex because you want to get pregnant, and getting pregnant is what actually gets you. The, not so much the sex, but actually being pregnant is what gets you off. Right. Pregnancy risk fetish is just the opposite. That's that's like the fucking Russian roulette. That's I, I, where yeah. That's where I want to have sex. There's I, there's eight hundred eight hundred million bullets in this particular shot. And I hope every one of them misses. I the hope mark. they all miss. Yes. This, this is like the explanation of teen pregnancy. Yeah. 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 Just saying. Gotta learn how to pull out. <laughs> it, it takes a lot of Good practice. Luck. You gotta you gotta have a lot of that risk. That's a lot of risk in that drum room. So, so why is pregnant? Why is breeding fetish and pregnancy risk fetish a thing? Well, neurologically speaking, apparently the doctors tell me that our brain does not make a difference between arousal and anxiety. Right. Arousal and anxiety are the same chemical compounds right. in our head. So when that we get scared, sense. we get horny. So we want more fear, so we can get hornier. Apparently, it's so when I'm really anxious, and that requires a lot of. Attention yes. makes sense. When, when you're being choked and you don't know if you can fucking see straight. Maybe boy, I don't want to. Does th- Moving forward. Pretty tied up and I were watching Fargo <laughs> last week. And there's a scene where the one guy is on the bed and the woman isn't on top having sex with him. And she's choking him and he can't breathe. And I just look at Pretty Tied Up. I'm like, why don't you choke me? And she didn't even respond. She's <laughs> just like, no. I don't, uh, it's not my thing. I don't, do I don't get someone else do. to do that. All right. Let's talk about your breeding fetish. It's a male okay, thing. Okay. So apparently, this is something that we need to discuss. Um, I'm not normally very open about this. However, apparently, now it's public knowledge. Um, I, I didn't say it had to it, be. Hey, I don't care. And nobody has asked for it to be public knowledge, which is why it has not been public knowledge. Um, so. I have been surrounded in my life by a lot of people that have had children and the relationships haven't worked out, and then the children are scarred. Um, Both as a child I've been surrounded by this and with friends of mine. Um, That being said, I have issues with conception, like personal issues. They just, it just doesn't happen. Um, So eventually though, um, the goal is for that to be a thing. Um, that being said, I, feel your pain, buddy. I don't actually have an interest in raising a child with another human, like at all. Like it's cool for them to have a second parent and all, but I don't like the idea of the second parent having legal rights over my kid, um, or medical rights over the kid, or the right to tell me that I that what I'm saying is wrong. So you want to be the boss? Yeah, yeah. I. I want to be mom, and mom should be all that matters. Um, anyway, <laughs> that being said, um, I have this thing about the idea. Well, sperm banks are sperm banks are very expensive. You're allowed to have more than two drinks tonight. <laughs> sperm banks are very expensive, <laughs> and IVF is also very expensive. Two <laughs> points of which have been made to me by my grandmother. Um, Mr. MVT is about to get start a fire um so there's that to top this off since those two things are very expensive being an attractive female people constantly want to fuck anyway um so i have this fantasy of having sex with a bunch of people at the same time you're talking about you have a fantasy for a 
gangbang. Yeah, absolutely. Just call it a gangbang. Um, okay, sure. <laughs> I, I was just going to space it all out. Um, anyway, with the intention of all of the cum ending up in the same vagina and the potential of, hey, look, a baby might come of this. And guess what? I'm never going to know which one of you it was, and I hope I never hear from any of you ever again. Um, it's the cheapest and most entertaining uh, sperm bank I've ever thought of. And yeah. So you, I yeah, smell so a business proposition so is what you're saying. <laughs> Size does not matter. I just need to get a couple of guys. Sure doesn't. The, the hell with running a brothel. They, they, I need a couple guys to run a sperm bank. So, so here, the, here's me. Like, they would I'm, pay you to do this. I'm just saying, like, you wouldn't cost you are, a dime. Are you ready for this? So <laughs> I, I'm gonna, here's me just being like, oh, yeah, again, the fucking bubble. That's just me. Um, the human penis is designed to extract semen out of your We vagina. did a show on that, didn't we? Yes, we did. <laughs> yeah, you can it have is. as many people come inside you as you want. The last one is the one who's going to be the one that does it because the human penis is actually designed to extract the penis from, or extract the semen. Because of the so all of them are the actually fucking each other? <laughs> no. Uh, no. So you're saying no. I can get pregnant again? It's a miracle the women no, no, even it, get it, pregnant it's, in the first it's place. It's the plunger penis. We it all is. have the plunger penis. Cleans it out. We clean that thing out when we do it. So I'm going to date myself. Um, <laughs> you didn't hear that. It took us like 20 yeah, takes to do that. Try to. Um, so I don't know. I'm going to date myself. Anyone's word. ever heard, you know, the heart, the band. Yeah. Uh, all I want to do is make love to you. Yeah. Go listen to that song. That is a breeding fetish song. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. The, the, basically, the lead singer, Nancy. Who's the one, Nancy, and what's her face? Uh, it's. Uh... Nancy was the hot one, right? Uh, no, Nancy was. <laughs> this the, is the Nancy was the one who ended up. Not hot. Okay, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, but basically, it's it's the lead singer goes drives down the highway in the middle of the night, and picks up a dude, they fuck, and she's got a baby, and she's like, "Hey, thanks for the kid. Never want to see you again." So <laughs> all I want to do is make all love I want to do is make love to you. I want your seed inside of me, and then don't ever talk to me again. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much how I feel I, about I'm life. I'm not kidding. Remind me to tell you of the of the uh, ad I heard from on MMR when Hart came back to the spectrum. Like breeding fetish I'm not, I'm, plus, dude, you're gonna love plus it. the the whole hole in the wall idea. I don't even have like to see hole. you. Glory I don't. Hole. Yeah, yeah. Glory hole, gangbang, breeding fetish, I all don't in get one. Off on glory holes. I'm, I need the whole full I'm body happy experience. TPA. They have a glory hole. Nancy Wilson and Ann Wilson. Yeah, and, it's Ann. And, yeah, thank and you. It's Ann. Ann's the pretty one. Oh, I like Nancy better. Nancy was the who blonde. was the br yeah. I was gonna say. Oh, really? See, I thought I no, thought it was Nan the brunette who got not hot. The brunette's the one who got not hot. Right. So the blonde was the one that I was like. Li like. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Whatever. I hate their music. Look it up. I don't care. Barracuda yep. is okay, the most yeah. overrated song of all time. There, I said it. All right. All right. Moving forward. A um, couple things to be made aware of. Uh, because of the copious amount of unprotected sex that's involved in breeding and pregnancy fetishes. Yeah, it's called bukkake. Yeah, pretty much. Well, <laughs> no, because bukkake is on the face, and this is not on the face. Um, obviously, STIs are a huge concern, so you need to be having that conversation with people. Um, typically, when we see these breeding fetishes and these pr pregnancy risk fetishes, it's usually the woman who is into the breeding fetish, and it's usually the man who is pregnancy risk, because if you're a woman and you're into pregnancy risk fetish, that's kind of a... You kind of only pull that trigger once or twice before you got to deal with the consequences. I mean, I don't know. To, okay, okay. See, see, here's the thing. That's, that is the case if your uterus works, but as a female who has a lot of reproductive issues, right. I have an ex-boyfriend that him and I tried for six years to make a baby after I had my miscarriage. Yeah. 
with the actual goal of having a baby. Yeah. And so it became a, it became a, well, let's roll the dice and see what happens because my body doesn't work. So maybe one day it'll, it will, and it'll be like a surprise. And that may change. Genetically speaking, like, yeah, some like, people peak, you know. Like, hey, maybe it'll just be a surprise. Yeah. But and, yeah. And, and pregnancy risk is really that thing. As someone who is not anti child, just anti responsibility, like I could never, I could never fathom that. Now, it's all right. I'm going to try to say this as politely and PC as possible. I, I think I can understand why someone would want to be, particularly a woman more than a man, why they'd want to be a parent. I, I understand motherhood is different from fatherhood. There's more of a maternal than a paternal bond. Um, I can understand why a woman would say, I really want to have a child to raise. What I, I always have trouble fathoming is more from the other side, from the guy that, like, I don't want a kid, but let's have unprotected sex, and if it happens, it happens. Like, I think as a guy, you have a lot more control. Do you really want to pay the child support? Yeah, like, like it's, yeah it's, but not every guy. And, and there's more than one case, more control. I mean, uh, I pre-cum kind of, is a thing. I kind of feel like as a male, if <laughs> yeah, I were going to enter... stop pre-cum, just saying. I think if I were a male and I were going to enter something like this, I would need a written contract. Like, Which? hey, you are a female and you are interested in entering this. Congratulations. But if you have this baby, I am letting you know up front before we enter this. I don't want anything to do with it. And oh, by the way, I'm also not paying its bills. Here you go. So... We may talk about this in a future episode if I find enough material for it. One of the Norwegian countries, I think it was Sweden, came up with the concept of a male abortion, which oh. is literally what you just described. Yeah, it's, it's a contract. It is says, a contract that says if you, get pregnant, if you get pregnant, I am both a disavowing any parental right, which means I, I lose any right over this child. I also don't have to pay any child support. I'm not financially yeah. responsible. And it's, that is really, it's an interesting concept. It is Sweden. I, I think it's a great concept. As, as much as I hate to, and, and look, hey, if you guys want to add me on this one, you can. Uh, I hate the fact that here in America, abortion rights activists say it's the woman's right to choose, and the man has no say in it. But by the same token... They can say, I am choosing yes, and the man has no way out. Yeah. It's one of those things when they're asking for equality, when there was none at some point, yeah. that the pendulum was given so far, and I just had never seen it swing back. Um, I, I would love it to see more better equality in that area. I, I, There's I, a YouTube video out there about women's equality, uh, and it's a very unpopular feminist video. Uh, or it's, it's an unpopular video that feminists hate. And it has Dave Chappelle and, and and Bill Burr in it. Feminists hate Bill Burr, really? I know. No, <laughs> no, but like Dave. No, but they they generally like Dave Chappelle. And uh, this is one where he was like, you know, and you know, the, the, it, it came into the me poo. And he goes, I have something else that I'm going to say, and it might be a little controversial, but you can all um, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and I was like, what? I, I, I understand your point of view. And off air, I'll kind of explain to you sort of the other side of that coin. Why? Like, I know what you're saying. You're right. It does take two people to make a baby. And there's an argument I can discuss as far as why the women gets the, the deciding vote on that. But we'll talk about I, that later. I disagree. But I all mean, right. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> um, so uh, that's why I think there needs to be a contract, because if you haven't yeah. made, if you haven't hey. made that, if you haven't made it clear up front that you don't want to be involved in the child's life, I think you should have to. I totally you will hear no complaint about me from that. Um, 
But it's so I'm gonna. That's actually was my last bullet point. But we'll skip down a lot since we're talking about it, and then we'll skip back <laughs> to the one in front of it. Um, no, you're right. That's that's a conversation that people who engage in these fetishes absolutely need to have. And they interviewed this couple where the woman has a breeding fetish and the man has a pregnancy risk fetish, and he doesn't want a kid, and she totally wants a kid. So one things they one thing they had discussed, and they didn't mention what they decided on, but they said options they had gone through is if I get pregnant. What do we do? If then. Right. It's an if, if then. then statement. We're writing this in basic Right. Before basic language. it happens, <laughs> you know, is is an abortion on the table? What are your thoughts about that? Is adoption on the table, meaning like I carry it to term and I give it to someone else? Is co-parenting? Uh, and it's basically, you know, I, I I wish Cersei was here to see if this was enforceable. It probably isn't. <laughs> this legal contract, I'd love to see it. Like, yeah, no, you 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 gave you we had this baby, and now you said you would give it up, and now you now you're not. So I feel like it should be. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I Oh my God, there's so much Con- in this world that should be that contract- isn't. <laughs> contractually speaking, it has a case, but yeah. then but then there are laws on the books that protect against those. Um, yeah. So there's it would be a fight in the court. Yeah. Okay. The point is have the conversation, and that's what this. Couple does. They yeah. didn't say what they decided on, but the woman clearly says, "We talked about if I get pregnant, here are the options." Here, here are the and, options. and we had decided on a certain option, which they didn't mention in the article. But yeah, we we, we talked we, about it. We came I, up with a plan. I mean, honestly, there's another partner that him and I were really, really good friends. We've been friends since we were kids, like babies, pretty much. Um, and him and I had talked for a while about like because. Honestly, when we were teenagers and we'd get drunk together because he was yeah. the first person I ever got drunk with, um, we had a rule at our parties that, listen, I don't want to hook up with strangers because I'm drunk and I'm going to hook up with somebody. And I, you don't want to hook up with strangers because you're drunk and you're going to hook up with somebody. So let's just hook up with each other. And then we had this other rule. Hey, if we have a baby, it's going to be cool because we're still going to be best friends. But like we don't. We're not actually in a relationship, and we're never going you're to gonna be. be. You're going to be co-parents. So like, yeah. So like, you can have the baby these days. I'll have the baby that these days, and it'll be great. Um, and that was that was it was okay. I think everybody should have that conversation before you have sex with anybody. I absolutely agree. No argument here. No. Um, so the last point I want to get to is, you know, what sort of what drives these breeding and pregnancy risk fetishes? For the from the pregnancy risk fetish, it is really I would almost argue it's a uh, masochistic. Um, as a masochist myself, I can certainly see that it's getting off on the fear and the danger and the holy shit. Like Patton Oswalt does this really great skit uh, on his. I think it lasts for weeks afterwards. Yeah, it, it's uh, I don't think it was his first. It was it was werewolves and lollipops where he talks about he was hooking up with this girl. Um, and they're having wild, crazy, unprotected sex. And he talks about how he has to go to, you know, Planned Parenthood to get the, the Plan B pill afterwards. But he mentions, he's like, we're having wild, crazy, unprotected sex. And he said, the fact that was unprotected sex made the sex better. He said, it was like having sex on a burning Viking ship. It's like, we're going to die. It's, yes! it's very, it's very <laughs> yeah. primal, very yeah, primal. Absolutely. Uh, so the risk really was the turn on. So that's what drives the pregnancy risk fetish. The breeding fetish can be a couple of things. Usually it's very much the submissive role. It is the concept of um, either A, I want something to remember this experience by, which is obviously being pregnant for nine months and then having the child, or it can be seen as a form of ownership. You know, if you think about way back to our tribal days, you know, when you carried someone's child, you were seen as like that person's partner. Yeah, that's so that's my person. Right. So when you are parent to a child that that co-parent you you're almost like tethered to them we talk about this all the time it's like you when you have a child with someone you are linked to that person for that child's life probably for the rest of your life as well so the sal's, idea is uh, sal's not mm-hmm. here but i'm sure he would want me to mention i wonder like. if it's about getting bigger boobies <laughs> wonder if it's about getting bigger what bigger boobies 
Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. He would do something wonderfully corny and make it work. It reminds me of that scene of who's talking after Kirstie Alley has the baby, and she's like, hey, hey, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> Lunch. Lunch. <laughs> so that's what, 20 minutes, 25 minutes? I think we're good. 22. Someone say, I almost want to add anything. 22. I, no, I'm good. I, I, think, I think we covered it, actually. Yeah. Which is why I was like... Clearly, this is the riskiest uh, of all the fetishes uh, we've discussed. Again, <laughs> it's, it's probably one of few kinks that last eight weeks after. It can. That, yeah. that, you're, that you're questioning it. Um, <sighs> at, I mean, at least three. Um, yeah. And the only other thing that I have to say is, Should like I, I said I, earlier... My, my kid just, looked at me last week and was like, hey... Uh, you might want to check on your other kid. Oh, my God. I heard about she this this might, morning. She might be pregnant. She asked to get a pregnancy test. Is, like, is this we might the, have to hang her from a tree. Mind? Is this the oldest or yes. the youngest? My, my youngest looked at me and was like, Good. Um, okay. hey, the older one asked to get a pregnancy test. I think we might have to worry. And I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? I lost my mind. And then that one shows up today and was like, Oh my god, this fucking period thing is driving me nuts. And I was like, But again, my advice for people that are into that just to walk. Just have sex with people that have like gotten all that shit taken care of. Just have anal and stuff. No! I will say, I don't think she'll be upset if I mention this, but way, way back in our relationship, like a year after we had started dating, so it was like 15 years ago. Uh, pretty tied up, and I had a had a pregnancy scare. Um, and it's funny because it, it was really it was a stress. I'll tell you about what it was later, but it was just pure stress. I will tell you, it was this. She was a month late. It was the scariest month of my life. Like I swear to God. Like, and I think again, as someone who gets turned on by fear, eh, not my cup of tea. Don't think I want to go through that. <laughs> so she missed. She missed. She missed. Fear, like, oh yeah. shit, I'm gonna hurt it was myself. A, that's, yeah. Oh shit! This is a twenty. In fact, no. I'll, t- I'll tell it because yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what happened because the guy who did this is a fucking asshole. Um, she was. We were moving in together, so that I'm probably was part of it. We first time we'd moved in together. She was moving out of her old apartment. She had two guy roommates. There was a lot of stress because the two roommates were fucking assholes. The one of them was a nice guy who she had. She had borrowed this. She had lent this guy literally hundreds of dollars, and it took him a year, but he finally paid it back. The other guy, when he moved out, he left his dirty clothes in the washer, his wet, dirty clothes mm. in the washer. He also took his dirty dishes that he ate food off of and put them back in the cupboard. Ew! <laughs> Just an asshat. Yeah. yeah. So, and like, I thought my tenants were bad. Yeah, so basically she missed a whole... It was like two months from her one period to the other, so we're like fucking freaking out. But again, it was just stress. I didn't know you could go eight weeks without your period due to stress, but... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now I know. Sure <laughs> There's other health things that can cause that, too, so that would be really interesting. Like, yeah. All right. For- and you know what? And then she was fine. It's never been an issue since. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks all for hanging out with K1 on Podcast bright and early this Saturday morning. Did we miss anything on the pregnancy fetish? Do we miss anything on the pregnancy risk fetish? Are you someone who this is your thing? Let us know. Drop it in the comments below. Help other people because that's what we're here for. You know, let let other people know what you think. Uh, if you have questions for us, reach out to us. Drop it in the comments. Hit us up nvtrist at gmail dot com. Always call us seven one seven nine two five zero six zero three. You can leave a voicemail, um, and we're here. If you want to reach out to us individually, check the video description below. All of our Twitter handles are down in there, and you can ask us anything. 
That's what we're here for. Uh, Wednesday, we are talking about... We just had the conversation, too. <sighs> oh, yes. Um, what, in the age of COVID, what the Vanillas can learn about consent? From no, that's people. Saturday. Oh, this Wednesday. I'm sorry. Yeah, we, the show we just we did. Just um, did. We just did the Wednesday show. Cuckolding? Cuckolding. Yes, cuckolding. Yes, cuck There's no H in it. There's no H in it, huh? Yes, it's cuckolding. 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 Old people. It's it's cucks with old things. Hmm. Very interesting. Put your comments. It was actually it was it was an interesting show. Good show. It was good. It was a good show to to have. Anyway, uh, I like my old things. On what's that? Nothing. (laughs) Oh, I'm gonna have to fucking Uh wait for this to download and then go home and watch it. (laughs) Oh, you're getting. God damn it! You're getting in the ass later. That's what's happening. Promise. Don't threaten her with a good time. Oh, you you have nothing had else it. to threaten me with. <laughs> I win. <laughs> I have won bratting. You have nothing else to threaten well, me see, with. Well, see, that's the problem with bratting. When you win bratting, you've actually lost bratting. No, I won bratting. There's nothing else to fight me on. Uh, What's your next threat, sir? Let's get ready to rumble. I guess you're going to learn today. <laughs> Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Armadale Chris. For Fetish Model Emily Rose, who's about to learn for KMFD Mike, for Wall Street, and for Chapin, I will catch up with you guys on Wednesday. Thanks a lot for hanging out. See you then. Chapin, kick us out. Use it anyway. Adult supervision 
recommended. Just do it! You're listening to the Non-Vanillatrist K101 Podcast with Mr. NVT. I will do whatever it is that you want. They don't even pay me to be here. Oh, I'm very wet. I'm just really trying to turn you guys on. That's all I want to do. Yeah, pull them pants down.